I was sober for three and a half years um, before all of this started, and I unfortunately relapsed. Um, I uh, the day that we went to court, my anxiety was so high that I took a Xanax, mm-hmm. um, which I am also addicted to because I was over prescribed them for my anxiety. Um, and benzodiazepines hit the same addiction center in your brain as alcohol. Mm -hmm. And that triggered a very, very bad relapse for me. And, um, I'm sober as of May 5th and I'm very proud of my sobriety. And I'm proud Um, of you too. Thank you. Um, Absolutely. Congratulations. Thank you. That's a Um, big thing. That is a huge step. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, it's, uh, before when I got sober, it was, it was easy. Like it was, you know, I love my life sober so much that like drinking didn't even play into account. But, um, a lot of why I drank was to deal with a lot of anxiety that I had, um, from an abusive relationship that I was in and I would drink to make the anxiety go away. And, um, I'm kind of back in that PTSD phase where, I am in constant anxiety. Now she has this grudge for you. And she took that part of the text conversation that she had and she posted it and she left your first name. She left your photo and she very poorly blurred out the name of the bar, which anybody could have figured out. Right. And was Mm -hmm. gleefully talking about if her followers found me, they would pummel me to death. Yep. Um, then posting comments, well, doxing is illegal, but if you look through my videos, you can figure out where she works. And then it changed to, um, I'm not going to post the name of the bar. I'll DM you where she works. Right. And so she was Uh, DMing all these people where I worked. And that was terrifying to me because as I've said, I was in an abusive relationship. I'm not going to dig too much into that Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. because uh, like the whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing, I like whether or not whatever, like, I just, I don't want to open myself up for a lawsuit um, Mm -hmm. with that. So um, I was, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. Um, It's okay. So um, she's telling these people that um she will dm them me i'm like oh my gosh my name and my photograph are in that like i had pe- i had my dog walker from 2 years ago text me saying is this you i'm worried about you i'm worried about your son and like this woman you know i hired her i was barely around her she just like went in my house and walked my dog, but she mm-hmm. was able to recognize me from that photo. Yeah. Somebody that I was an intimate, in an intimate relationship for years with, yeah. like they could have messaged her and found out. And that's where my fear came from. And that's the day I filed a police report against her, mm-hmm. um, was the day that she released that video. And mm-hmm. I filed a police report in Fairfax County. Um, like she had all these allegations that I had the police department in my pocket because I was allegedly dating a cop. Um, like I can't even begin to say how stupid that is. Like Arlington County is one of the most woke counties on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like if this was hap- if this for real was happening, I would still be in jail right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it was a farce. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, I was scared and I filed this police report. It was, uh, her last name started with an A. It was a female officer. I called over the phone and spoke with the officer over the phone. Cause keep in mind, this was still pandemic when they weren't, unless it was an emergency, they weren't dispatching officers to mm-hmm. like homes. So, um, she, that officer suggested to me, um, that I go get a protective order because of the threats of violence on her page, where it's like people talking about pummeling me to death or beating the brakes off of me. Or like somebody said, like there was a comment about rounding up guns. I didn't see that personally, but like there was a bunch submitted with evidence. So, um, I go, in person by myself without a police officer to the Fairfax, uh, Mount Vernon station in Fairfax County. And, um, my magistrate, his name started with a J. Um, I speak to him for a few hours. Um, I'm granted a protective order around seven 30 at night. Like I remembered I worked that morning. So I went over there and I still, and I went home and made my son dinner. Um, I, was never even really informed that she was served the protective order um, because like Fairfax County just didn't do a follow-up to let me know that she was served. Mm -hmm. And I, two days later, went to the Fairfax County courthouse trying to get it extended. The judge said it did not meet code requirements and it was also a jurisdictional issue Mm -hmm. um, because I both worked in Arlington County and she lived in Arlington County. The only reason I was able to file in Fairfax was because I lived within the borders of Fairfax County. And um, nothing was said for a little while. Like she said, she got a restraining order or whatever uh, put against her, whatever. So everything kind of dies down for a little bit. And this is in um, July, like uh, that I posted this. Like, keep in mind, she had these screenshots for a while. Like, I believe I sent that to the group chat on the 20th, 19th or 20th of June um, about the, the day I refused service. And it was towards the end of July that she posted this video with the screenshot with me. So fast forwarding. Um, uh, oh, and also um, before the protective order expired, my personal attorney Um, told me I needed to file a report in Arlington County because of what the judge said, just so I can say that I have a report in Arlington, even if I wasn't going forward. So I called through dispatch. Uh, They sent, um, I said, I have my personal attorney with me, which is also probably why they sent an officer because I had legal representation with me. And I said, I wanted to file a report for harassment by computer. And the officer that responded was Corporal Tucker, um, who she mentions multiple times in her videos. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so file a report, um, can't get any charges done, Um, whatever. Uh, So moving forward, August 7th was the day that she posted the name of Celtic House online. Mm-hmm. And that was the last day I worked. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, that night, reached out to a female officer that I very briefly knew. She, um, I had met her like two or three times. Um, I knew that she was on shift that night. And I asked her if she would walk me to my car because I was afraid. And this female officer, um, she 
had apparently had a stalking issue herself um, from her hometown. There was a woman who she used to work with that um, did something kind of similar that Mm -hmm. what Coco did to me. And so um, I asked her some questions. I said, you know, I would really like to keep this in Fairfax County because of all the allegations she says about Arlington, because I'd like to have a fair shot. And she said, yeah, you can absolutely still file in Fairfax County um, because that's where I lived at the time. So try and file in Fairfax County on the 8th. And they updated my original report, but they said that there was uh, like she towed the line with everything. Like she would say a little bit here, a little bit there, but it was mostly her followers that she was weaponizing. Mm -hmm. And so I let that female officer know, um, I say, you know, like all these people are threatening me still. Fairfax County is saying that they can't do anything. And she said, okay, um, you know, I'm on shift tonight. And I went to the magistrate's office and I uh, said I wanted to file a police report. Um, She was dispatched over. And um, I petitioned for a protective order for the mag- um, in front of the magistrate myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, it wasn't a police officer that got me a protective order. In order to get a protective order, you have to petition it yourself. So you go mm-hmm. in front of a magistrate or a judge. Mm-hmm. And I had to do that. Um, I didn't have a lawyer with me to get these protective orders. I didn't have a police officer with me to get these protective orders. I had to get them based on my own words and the proof that I showed. And she, <laughs> she keeps trying to push this narrative. Anytime someone asks her, it's, why is this still going on? And why can't you do anything? Oh, she's got a cop, you know, she's got a cop boyfriend. And she just keeps yeah. pushing that. It's a very sensationalized narrative. It's more yeah, weaponized it's, language. It's, it's horseshit is mm-hmm. what it is. Like mm-hmm. I, the idea that I somehow controlled not one, but two police departments with my vagina is just <laughs> like, I can't like, yeah. I mean, that's what she's saying. Like that is what, it she's, is saying. what she's saying. Like, right. You're not you're saying you know. that I somehow control not one actually three because she posted a a video about like the cops making fun of her and she thought it was because they were watching her tiktoks while she was in jail um the arlington county police department doesn't run the jail that's the sheriff's department so she's saying that i somehow control the arlington county police department the arlington county sheriff's department and the fairfax county police department with my vagina like that's literally what she's insinuating Honestly, it wouldn't even matter if I was fucking one officer or the entire department. That's not how it works. Like they can't, if I was a, like, if I was somehow controlling them, don't you think that charges may have stemmed from one of the four police Mm. reports I filed? What what I, police reports. The other thing I find funny is it's, you know, the whole place is against her and the whole like, organ, you know, the everything's against her, except when, oh, I won in court and they did this and they dismissed this, which is it? Yeah, she didn't win in court. She didn't win. She didn't win in court. I've seen the court records. We'll get to that. Um, yeah. So what uh, what raised the like the red flag for me was this was that video where she said, 
you know, I'm not going to tell you her name. You'll pummel her to death. She knew exactly what she was doing. And she had that creepy smile on her face. And yeah, that creepy smile came out a lot. Flashback. Like, I'm getting flashbacks. Yep. Yeah. Cheshire Cat Like, she, like, it's an evil, creepy smile. It absolutely is. So creepy. Mm Mm-hmm. And she oh she got sorry sorry roommate <laughs> I know I don't mean to trigger you um, I lived with this person oh my god yeah and that's sorry. when it just started to get <laughs> that's when the insanity started and it just became yeah. post after post after post and saying the names yeah. and saying the bars names and she worked her followers up into a frenzy and oh so my they're god. leaving they're like, leaving fake reviews. Hold on one second. They're leaving fake reviews on the bar. You know, you can, what are you doing? Like, you've never been to this bar. And of course, you know, she- hundreds of messages in my social media. Like he- they found me on social media. I got hundreds and hundreds of messages. And they were also calling my former work nonstop, which I was still employed there at the time. I just mm-hmm. took three weeks off mm-hmm. before I ended up leaving Celtic um, uh, for good. But yeah. like, the night that she announced where I worked, I never went into that. Um, I never went into work again. Are you comfortable with me bringing up what her aunt did? If not, we don't have to talk about it. It's yeah, it's, it's hard it's, for me to talk. She, um, you don't. We don't have to talk about it. Out, it's, it's go ahead. If you want to, you don't have to. I. Uh, uh, I would prefer if we didn't. If, okay, if we don't that's, fine. Um, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. It's really triggering for me. Yep. Okay. All I'm right. So sorry. Yeah, I'm. It's, I'm, it's okay. I'm very, very um, sorry. Um, it's it's okay. Um, like she posted about it. Like I just relationship and as Coco publicly admitted, the prosecutor. Um, the Commonwealth attorney was also aware of this fact. Like I told it to the magistrates. I told it to the police officer. I told it to my victim witness advocate. Um, I was very, very terrified of him finding me Mm -hmm. and, um, they were aware of that and they know what happened. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, And that was, that was the main, in addition to the death threats, this was the main reason why these were issued because you were afraid of exposure yeah so like he knew I still lived in northern Virginia Mm -hmm. but and like he knew the general area like but he didn't know was a very person um like when it ended it was it yeah um okay they they knew what they did yeah um but uh, anyways, so uh, going back to my leaving and like getting this protective order, uh, I the protective order was granted at 2.30 in the morning. And um, with what she said about uh, like, you know, they uh, served her in retaliation at four in the morning, that's not and like talking about how there were four officers there to intimidate her. Um, just, I think by procedure, because like protective orders are issued because of either violence or threats of violence. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's standard for two officers to go. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. I know, um, that 
those two officers had trainees with them. So like it, it was four officers who showed up, but like two were trainees just kind of standing in the back. Mm -hmm. And I told um, the officer who was serving the protective order, I said, if you go there now, like because of what she said, it's going to seem retaliatory. And so they decided to wait until what would be the quote unquote, like standard time for somebody waking up for work. So she Mm -hmm. was served a little after 5am, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they knock on the door, they give her the protective order. And um, I asked that I be updated after she served because I wasn't sleeping, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I, I hadn't slept in days, like I was having panic attacks left and right. So um, I am uh, informed around 545, 530 in the morning that um, she's been served. And uh, I, they told me that uh, the female officer told me, um, you know, uh, pretty sure she was drunk, she was flurrying and kind of erratic. And she said, you know, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and she said that um, Coco said, I'm going to immediately violate it. And I don't even know that they had left the parking lot. Mm -hmm. So I opened TikTok and sure enough, she's posted multiple videos and she's on a live waving, waving the paper to the camera. So you can see my full legal name. Yeah. And, um, I start freaking out. I have a panic attack. She's trying to calm me down over the phone. They go back to the station, they get the warrant, Um, But at this time, it's shift change. So that original officer that I filed with in Arlington. By the way, can we bleep his name after this? Uh, Yeah, I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can. I should be able to. So so this officer, you know, shows up, arrests her. Um, She's in jail for, I think, three hours, maybe, um, and released on her own recognizance which is very, very, like, the whole thing that really bothers me with all of this um, is, like, she said that during the protective order, like, I was in the comments, or my friends were in the comments, or she tried to get a protective order against me, and she wasn't granted one. I had to abide by those same guidelines that Coco did, Um Otherwise, that protective order would have been nullified. I couldn't Mm -hmm. comment on anything she had. I couldn't Mm -hmm. reach out to her. I couldn't go near her. Mm -hmm. Everybody who is on that sheet of paper has to abide by the thing. So I wasn't allowed to post on social media about this situation either. Like I didn't even message in Facebook Messenger about Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. because uh, I had to abide by the same guidelines. Mm -hmm. So another thing um, like where she says I had her arrested. I didn't want her arrested. I Mm. wanted to be left alone. Right. She wanted to get arrested. She exactly officers. I am going to violate this. She filmed it. Those videos are still on TikTok. Right. Right. She knew exactly what she was doing. And the fact that she, and she always, she likes to start those videos. This is the story of, you know, when I was arrested for making TikToks, but that's not why you were arrested. You were arrested for knowingly disregarding a protective order. Yeah. That's why you were arrested. So Mm -hmm. the, the part of the protective order, cause she didn't come near me or anything. Um, 
In Virginia, there is a statute that states that a magistrate can add anything to a protective order that he deems necessary to keep the petitioner safe. Mm -hmm. And in my case, she was posting all of this stuff on TikTok that was lies, like, which honestly, if I was doing that stuff, I would have been a deplorable person. Like she would have been in danger and all these people like jumping up to defend her. Like I get what they were saying, Mm -hmm. but coming, like looking at me, I see all these strangers online threatening to freaking kill me mm-hmm. and I'm terrified. So yep. you have a they, child. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. That, that, and trying to explain this to him has been difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even though he is a teenager now, like at the time he was only 12 years old. Right. Um, but yeah, like, so all this stuff happened and um she purposefully violated it uh Mm -hmm. but uh yeah and again with how she says her first amendment rights were violated the first amendment doesn't cover harassment which is what she was doing right so Mm -hmm. like again why they felt comfortable adding it like it didn't say stop making tiktoks be silent for a few days it was literally just keep the peace do not discuss petitioner or related matters on social media. Like mm-hmm. that was the phrasing of the original. Now, roommate, that sounds familiar from your police report. Um, so when I originally filed um, my, I think it was on the restraining order that I had said that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want her mentioning me on social media. This was prior to her having a TikTok. I do have to apologize because I did tell her about TikTok. So. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, um, you to blame. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm the source of the cross. Uh, but you know, <laughs> my bad dog. Um, <laughs> so I listen. This started the world hurt for everybody. Um, but when I originally filed that restraining order, I said, "Don't talk about me on social media," because before it was TikTok, it was Facebook. She would sit at our dining room table, sometimes from 7 p.m. until I woke up the next morning around like 7 a.m. or whatever, especially during the pandemic, she'd still be awake arguing with people over Facebook. And it would be like these old dudes that were misogynistic, so invested in it. And I mean, I get, but I, I kind of like when I, when I asked for them to like refrain from her posting on social media about it, it was more so because I was already going through it like mm-hmm. my mental at that time my emotional state I was dealing with you know leaving my home I was dealing with okay I had just been assaulted I am scheduling a surgery mm-hmm. um my family member that was in town at the time because they were traveling for work I was staying with them until the day before my surgery because they were leaving so I had to get an Airbnb and mm-hmm. try to figure out how I was going to recover I was just going through it and so I was like I don't need extra extra mess on top of this mm-hmm. mess yeah um and also you know she gets really she gets really brave about those things she like as we've seen she likes to lie about everything and twist yep. and turn everything in her yep. favor being the perfect victim mm-hmm. when in reality she is the actual aggressor mm-hmm.